0: Well, I want to start today with this. Ryan Poles is a pretty smart man. For all the times in which I've berated him over the past year, I have to say these past couple of months have been ingenious, shrewd, and manipulative, but in a good way, clever. He's been so clever in outsmarting other teams, not revealing his hand publicly and allow the Bears to stack up tons of draft picks ahead of this draft and even the next one. We had Dave Richard on the program this week. He talked about how the Bears, having a couple of first-rounders next year, could allow them to hedge their bet in case Justin Fields doesn't pan out. Ryan Poles is setting up his team for the future, plain and simple. And he's ready to move forward with this team and lead to success with or without without Justin Fields. It doesn't necessarily rely on him, which I think is genius don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. If Justin Fields has a bad year, you're ready for next year. He's made some expert moves, some smart moves. And Right now, according to some new reports from Jason Leisure of the Chicago Sun-Times, Ryan Poles may not be done making moves. <laughs> At Alabama's Pro Dan Friday, he was asked polls if he is open to trading down again from the ninth position or even trading up. And here's what Pulse had to say. Here's the full quote. We're open to that, said Pulse, who didn't rule out training backup either. It depends on what the deals look like, but there's also multiple drop-offs as you go back throughout the draft. So, we might not think that's the best way to go because a certain drop-off at a certain premium position might be coming up soon. We will stay fluid. Those last couple of words really define everything that is the Bears and their approach this offseason we will stay fluid. And it might sound simple, but that philosophy to me is just so smart. If you're set in your ways, if you're a GM and you're like, we're going to do this and that's it, you're probably never going to be successful. And here's why. You have no ability to adapt on the move. If you're a GM and you're targeting one or two certain players and they're off the board day, what are you going to do? You have to be ready To anticipate bad things happening and still execute and succeed when said bad things happen. There is never going to be a perfect situation. Never. It just won't happen. We don't live in a perfect world. There are always wrenches thrown your way, problems, issues. Things change on the fly. What are you going to do? And Ryan Poles so far, and we have to wait for the draft to really know, has done a great job at just adjusting on the fly having an idea of what he wants to do, then when things don't go his way, he adjusts, improves, stays fluid, and makes a good move and makes a change for this team. I think, if anything, that option of staying fluid even extends to personnel and coaches and the organization as a whole. Brian Poles so far has decided to put facts over feelings. For example, he let David Montgomery go. I like David Montgomery. It sucks that he left. But for some reason, Ryan Paul said yes, and it happened. He didn't sit there and say, well, I'm loyal to David Montgomery. I'm a fan of David Montgomery. No, he said, you know what? Business reasoning dictates that we're going to let him go. <clears throat> and that's okay. There's no hatred. There's no problem with that move. It just happened. It was a business decision. He is pure business. I respect it, and I appreciate it. There's no loyalty. There's no favorites. There's no, well, I'm really, really invested in this guy. I mean, even Justin Fields could technically be on the chopping block at the end of this year. He's already set himself up so that if Justin doesn't work, he's ready for next year with a new quarterback drafting somebody. He is not playing games. And that quote Pretty much defines his philosophy and his style throughout now this second offseason for him. Fluidity. We are going to stay fluid. Look at last year. How many guys were cut and shipped out? Even though the Bears had so much dead money, they rolled with it. They're going to have more dead money this year. They still rolled with it. He wanted to get rid of any reference to Ryan Pace that existed with his organization. Everybody gone. He cut down payroll, kept the team out of the cap, built up tons of cap space for this year, tanked, and now has the top pick, traded it for more picks, still is a top pick. Everything he's done has had a cold business mentality. There are no feelings. There's no loyalty. There's no, well, I really love this guy. He's not a fan. He's a general manager. And you have to respect that and appreciate it. Several managers have to care about the team. They have to interact somewhat personally with these players. But if you're a GM and you become a fan of a certain player or a fan of somebody, or if you're like, well, I picked him, I have to stay too loyal to him, that's going to end up hurting you and have you probably eventually get fired. That's what I love. He is saying instead, we're going to be fluid. And the Bears could move up or move down. Maybe they'll move up. Maybe they see somebody they really like at 7 or 5 or maybe all the way up at 1 even. Highly doubt that, but still. Or they can move back down and trade 9 and get maybe a couple of first-round picks this year, maybe one next year, and turn that into even more picks and even more opportunities for the Bears. I guess I just appreciate the no-nonsense Business approach from Ryan Poles. I'm sick of favorites. I'm sick of worrying about feelings and fan bases like Matt Nagy and Brian Pace Ryan Poles is simply like, well, if you don't like it too bad, this is my philosophy. This is my team, and I will do whatever it takes it needs to win. I will do whatever it takes. I don't care what other people have to tell me. I appreciate that. Matt Nagy came to public pressure and allowed Justin Fields to get killed against Cleveland. Brian Pace and Matt Nagy, to an extent, came to public pressure and gave up a lot to get Justin Fields to move up and grab him. And although Justin Fields is great, no matter what, I don't think that was necessarily their idea. I think they were too focused on public perception instead of, hey, maybe he's a great quarterback, we should take him. Everybody demanded another quarterback because Mitch Trubisky didn't work out. So then they moved up and did it. Fine. I think it was more of a public perception move and a let's save our jobs move than, well, he might be the best guy out there, per se. Five polls so far. Now, granted, he has job security, but he's made moves that have not necessarily pleased everybody, but have shown that he's going to put his own mark on this team and he doesn't care what anybody else has to say. He doesn't care if there's going to be scorn or problems or people complaining. At the end of the day, it's his team. He will do things the way he wants to do them. He's willing to be fluid. He said it. Maybe the Bears will move up or down. Who knows? But either way, criticism or not, it's going to happen according to the way he wants it. That's what I like. There's no fear. There's no worry about Chicago fans and how much they're going to complain. There's just, hey, we're going to do it. And if it makes sense for us as a team, it's going to happen. That's what I like. The great business leaders of this day do that. The great GMs and executives do that. Even the great managers and head coaches do that on the field with play calling and formation and putting players where they should be, maybe switching them around position-wise, whatever it is. They don't act based on emotion or fanfare or worry that they're going to be fired. They just do something and then take responsibility for it either way. Ryan Poles has not been perfect in his general manager tenure with the Bears. He's made some bad decisions last year. Larry Ogunjobi, that was a dumb move. Phyllis Jones drafted him third overall and hyping him up to be something that he really is not. Bad draft pick. So he hasn't been perfect. But he's getting better, and I think this draft will really show off what he's capable of doing. Now he has a... Now, now he's had a year to prepare. Now last year comes in in January. Oh, hey, the draft's in April. Crap. This year, well, full off season, made moves, signed people, has had money to play with, has had draft picks to play with, and now has a full year to scout players. I don't think this is going to be a dead of a draft for the Bears. Simply because I believe enough in ride polls to think that it's going to be better than last year more time to prepare, more of an opportunity to scout players, and, oh, by the way, he's already traded the first overall pick. He knows what he's doing. And that quote signifies everything that's right with the Bears and their leadership now. You never heard Ryan Pace say that. never heard him say, well, we're going to be fluid. No, Ryan Pace was so inexperienced and was so reliant on other people to get the job done that he was just so set in his ways, stone-faced, stone-headed, stubborn. Didn't think, maybe I should deviate from the norm a bit. He was so worried about fanfare and all these other things that have nothing to do with being a pure general manager. Ryan Poles doesn't care. Goodbye, Khalil Mack. Last year, cut up. See you later. (laughs) Despite the dead cap hit. Drafted all these players. This year, traded the number one overall pick. Chose not to draft a quarterback, but set himself up that if he needs to draft one next year, he will. He does not care what people have to say. You know, everybody was so pissed when we did the Dave Richard interview, and Dave Richard talked about potentially the Bears hedging their bet and being ready for next year, having an insurance policy for Justin Fields. Nobody wants to hear that there could be an insurance policy for Justin Fields. But the fact is, if it happens, the Bears will be covered. Nobody likes the fact that Ryan Poles maybe is covering his bases and worried about field. That's why he has something ready for next year. But at the end of the day, it's the smart move. And whether or not people agree with it or like it or praise it or not, he's going to do what he has to do to help out this team win and be better. That's his job. We're going to question everything. We're going to be misunderstanding some of his moves over time. Maybe, you know, over time, then it'll be clear. I understand that, too. It's not going to be perfect. And Poles is going to make mistakes he already has. But for the most part, he's been smart, he's been shrewd, he's been sensible. And whether or not we agree with it, it doesn't matter. We have to accept it. So, Although even some people may not be happy with the Bears trading up or down at number nine, tough luck, too bad. Deal with it. And that's what Brian Poles is saying to everybody. This isn't me talking. It's him and his actions talking. Who cares if you don't agree with it? The fact is it's going to happen. Who cares if you don't like them being fluid or not? It's going to happen. And I'd rather have somebody decisive and willing to stand up to critics and media and fanfare than somebody who's too scared to make a move or too scared to do something because of all those factors. Ryan Pace was too scared to make moves. Same with Mad Nagy. He put on a tough face, but at the end of the day, it's been reported on that they've made moves due to fanfare and public perception. Ryan Poles, not going to do that yet. And I respect him for it. Now, if he changes, I'll be right there to criticize him, but for right now, that's not the case. He's willing to tell the fans, shut up. I know what I'm doing. Calm down. You'll see later why this is happening. I'm ensuring our team, not hurting my team. All these things he's doing, and he's moving at a great pace, and he's having the right mindset throughout the entire situation. I love it, and I appreciate it, and I respect it. I may not agree with every one of his moves, but I respect his mindset. I respect his philosophy. I respect him not bowing down or kowtowing to the media and fans. Great job. He needs to keep that up. So when he says in this quote to Jason Leisure, there's going to be fluidity, they may go up or down. They may trade that number nine pick. I say, do what you need to do to make this team better. It could be unorthodox. It could be weird. We could be questioning it today, but I don't care as long as you win. And this Bears team, as we've talked about at length these past couple of weeks, should be an 8-9-10 win team now in 2023. It's time for Justin Fields to move up a step. Time for the Bears to draft well. It's time for them to develop into a good team, so that way in 2024 they're going to be potentially a Super Bowl contender. Who knows? This is their big year of growth and their big year of prove-it football. Prove to everybody that all these moves you made are going to turn into a successful team. Prove to everybody that training the first overall pick will lead to eight or nine wins this year, more draft picks next year, and a potential Super Bowl juggernaut for the next five to ten years. The Bears are in prove-it mode. And I think Brian Poles is happy to be in that situation. He's gotten time to rebuild this team, and even this year it's going to be somewhat of a rebuild, rebuild slash retool on the fly and see what we can do with this team. He's okay with that. He's gotten ample time to disassemble the ridiculousness of Brian Pace and build his own team. And he's done a great job of doing it. Now the question is, can they execute, can they win? And I'd rather have an executive tell me, hey, I don't know all the answers, but I'm going to be fluid than somebody who says, I know everything, and I'm going to make sure that we win and then turn out to lose. The best executives don't have every single answer. And how could you, right? It's just so unpredictable. You don't know who's going to be great. You don't know if this pick is going to be a flop or not. And you're going to be judged on it no matter what. So instead of saying, I know, and then being wrong, say, well, I'm going to be fluid. And then if you're wrong, you're wrong. If you're right, you're right it's just smart. He is such a high IQ, high intelligence guy, and that's what I appreciate out of somebody running one of the greatest franchises in football history. I'm so happy it's not Ryan Pace anymore. <laughs> or even other jams in the past, right? Bill Embry, Jerry Angelo, although he had somewhat of a uh, run of success, but there's still, there there problems with all those guys. And Poles has, has had his share problems too, but the overall idea and the overall philosophy of Ryan Poles is something that I can appreciate, something that I can understand and champion. Fluidity. Not stone-headed, not stubborn, not I know and you don't know. Instead, we're going to te- take a look, we're going to see, we're going to do what we can. And if something shifts, if something changes, we have a contingency plan. We're going to be ready. In case something shifts on the fly, or changes up, or our best guy's off the board, what are we going to do? There's no panic in his voice. And he's a generally calm guy, too, in his demeanor. He knows what he's doing. I'm confident in him being the leader. And just by this quote, it's a small quote, little blurb that Jason Leisure, but I'll tell you what, it shows a lot about who Ryan pulls is, and it justifies all the moves he's made recently to help out this team. It shows off what he's already done. It justifies the actions he's already committed. Fluidity. It's not I know all the answers. It's I'm going to adjust based on the situation. That's why this Bears team could be good in 2023. That's why Ryan Poles is a much better GM than Ryan Pace. Take a look at some of your comments here. A lot of you hanging out in the chat today. Chief Rocca from Guam hanging with us. Really appreciate that. Uh, teal Gold 143, the Bears need everything and the kitchen sink. So refreshing to have a Bears GM that knows what he's doing. Mike Thompson, we've had so many offensive tackles in free agency and didn't move on any of them. I don't understand it. That's why we need, uh, need one bad big time. The Hart Foundation, by the way, whoever thought Trubinsky was better than Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and Watson needs to be on the do not call list ever for a front office position. By the way, just so you know, and we've talked about this before, um, Ryan Pace is currently an executive with the Atlanta Falcons, along with, hint, hint, Phil Embry. Yeah, Phil Embry and Ryan Pace are now working together with the Atlanta Falcons. They actually wanted David Montgomery. Pace was pushing to get David Montgomery this year in free agency because Pace drafted him and knows his potential. How crazy is that? Just goes to show you, it's who you know, not what you know sometimes. Pulse is very calculated. I believe he'll add um, to the offensive line. There will be a tackle as well as a center drafted guaranteed. Uh, Sophisticated thoughts. Yeah, you're right. I mean, Poles is very, that's a great way to put it, very calculated. I said shrewd, intelligent, high IQ, calculated. He doesn't just act on a whim, doesn't listen to fans, going on and on about why the Bears are going to be a failure this year. He just does what he needs to do, makes decisions, thinks, does the research, and then tries to justify to everybody. If they don't listen, too bad. We're moving forward. It's a freight train moving. Either get on or you're going to be run over. That's Ryan Paul's. That's his philosophy. I like it. There's no kowtowing. There's no, well, here's what I tried to do. Or, oh, I hope you guys approve of me. No. It's either you understand. If you don't, too bad. Good luck. You'll see it later. And if I'm wrong, I'll say it I'm wrong. Black range 79-20. I hope you're right. You're the only media personality that thinks the Bears can win that many games. And I'm saying 7-10. I don't to understand why that's out of the picture. I think it's a failure if the Bears win 5 or 6 this year. They won 3 this past season. With all the talent that they had out of Justin Fields, they were in a lot of those games. They should be winning 7-10 to 10 games. They should be a fringe wildcard team. And if they're not, I don't understand why we're not holding them to a higher standard and why the media in this town is not um, willing to hold the Bears to that higher standard. Of course, you got to watch out who you're listening to, too. Some people are going to be shilling too much for the Bears. They're not going to tell you the truth. And the truth is, with this team, with the players they've signed, with the cap space they still have left over, and with the draft picks that they've acquired, if you tell me they shouldn't be winning 7 to 10 games, you're crazy. I'm not going to settle for five wins out of this Bears team. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen or six. And sit here and call it a success. That's a pity party. That's a moral victory. I'm not about moral victories. We need to see some results out of this team this year. And I'm not saying Super Bowl. I'm not even saying playoffs. But we need to see a better, more improved team, especially now with Green Bay and with the whole Aaron Rodgers situation up in the air. There is going to be no front runner in this division, with the exception of maybe Detroit, You have a chance in divisional play alone to go 500, if not above 500, plus the teams you face outside of your division. There is no reason why they can't win 7 to 10 games. And if anybody tells you otherwise, they might be shilling for the Bears or they're trying to help them out. You know, there are stations in Chicago, there are people in Chicago who are too loyal to the Bears who are going to, you know, say stuff about them that may not be true or try and promote them. Like a PR person, I'm telling you the truth. I like this team. I think they're talented. I think Ryan Pulse has done an outstanding job. They should win 7 to 10 games. Can't be satisfied with mediocrity and handing out checks to professionals without team results. Thank you. Exactly. The Hart Foundation right there summed it all up. We know how good this team could be. We know what they're capable of. We've seen the moves made by Ryan Poles. There's still a draft to happen, too. It's time. It's time for the Bears to do something. I think they can. This is not me even criticizing. This is me being too hopeful, maybe too excited. But I think there's a reason to be that way with what Ryan Poles has done, with the trades that he's pulled off, with the players he's, he's signed and the people he's brought in, the money that he's spent. You don't just spend all this money and make all these trades and go, man, man I hope we win five games. I mean, that's not how it works. You can't be hoping for five or six wins, so I don't understand why media personalities in this city are advocating for that. They are not seeing the big picture here. Seven wins, minimum. Should be eight or or nine, to be honest, really. Should be eight or nine wins. But seven, I'll take as a minimum. This team should be in the thick of it come November and December. They don't need to make the playoffs, but they need to be in that conversation. If they're not, I'd say that's pretty much a failure because... We're expecting Justin Fields to improve. We need to see Justin Fields win games for the Bears, single-handedly sometimes, in the fourth quarter, in overtime. The Bears have spent so much money on people. They're drafting players, top players. This is their opportunity to succeed and be better than a bottom feeder in the NFL. This is the year it begins, and this is the time for the Bears to make a statement, finally. No more settling for mediocrity. And if anybody tells you that you should, they're probably a shell.